This is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman. Good morning and welcome to your Financial Empower Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman with you once again for another beautiful Sunday morning and another wonderful show with my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how's everything going over there today? You know what? It's going great. I had a crazy busy week uh, last week. Did you? Yeah. Our editor was out, so I was editing all the shows, and my wife had a <laughs> she had a hernia operation, so I oh, had to boy. deal with that. And How's then, she doing? She's doing great. That Good. was uh, that was Friday, and she's recovered over the weekend, and she's going to be out all week, but uh, she's doing well. She's Good. doing well. Good. Yeah. Well, you think about like, uh, you know, surgeries and things nowadays and something like that, but that 10, 20 years ago, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a matter of she had it on Friday and she's doing better on Monday. It's, it's amazing. The medical, yeah. medical advancements. She was back and, home the same day. They, you know, she went in amazing. at 6.30 a.m. We were home by 10.30 a.m. Now, she was laying in bed. Sure. She was, they had to put her under. It's still surgery. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's the laser scopic and the, yep. and the, but they did have a put a mesh. It was an umbilical hernia that her okay. had gotten bad and it was really painful. So they fixed it. She's going to be sore for a while and re- has to rest, can't lift anything for quite a few weeks. Yeah. But she can walk around and take walks. We went out walking the dog, and yeah, it's a it's medical has come a long way, which it's is amazing. why yeah. people are living longer and longer. And we talk about that on the show, don't yeah. we? How mm-hmm. you've told me, Jason, many times that because we're living longer, we have to plan for that with our finances to help yeah, us I mean, last, right? Yep, it's interesting that we talk about that because we do. I mean, it's you know the longer we're living because of medical and technological advancements, and um, it parlays right into our finances. And you're right; we've talked about it many a times, Tony, on the show. Uh, obviously, we talk about it in our book quite a bit as well. Uh, the longer we're living, we need to plan accordingly. We need to potentially plan differently now than maybe our our moms or dads or grandmas or grandpas planned. 10, 15, 20 years ago, uh, because we're simply, yeah, we're, we're living longer. And, um, the longer you live, chances are you're going to need more money for later in life. And, uh, and obviously, you know, again, the longer we live, the chance of our health deteriorating as we get older, there's always that chance as well. Uh, so not only do you want to make sure you have enough of your money and your income, but you also want to make sure you're prepared to pay additional expenses. If our health goes, you know, goes south as we, as we age as well. Well, yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm dealing with that with my parents right now. We just had to move my mom into a, a nursing home because she has Parkinson's. She's had yeah, it for many years and lived with it for many years because of the advancements in, mm-hmm. in medicine. But because we're living longer, it means more of us are eventually needing long-term care because mm-hmm. we're still alive and our brains are still functioning, but the rest of our body is starting to break down. And so... um it, it gets harder as we get older and we need more and more care. You've got to have a financial services professional like yourself, Jason. And I think that's very important. In fact, before we jump in here, I want to remind our listeners about that book. You mentioned you had a book. You and your dad wrote this book. 
Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. And it's a great book. I would encourage our listeners to get a copy. And the next 10 callers, we're going to give a copy. Uh, I'm going to give that number right now, uh, 989-835-7203. Once again, 989-835-7203. And I also want to let our listeners know that they can go to GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com and go to our radio show page, Your Financial Empower Hour. We have our own web page there on your site. And they can go to the radio show page and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Audible, all the major podcast sites. That way they can hear the show whenever they want. Go back and listen to older shows on topics they might be interested in. But what are we going to talk about for a topic today, Jason? Well, that's a great question, Tony. Um, I think, you know, one of the things that, that we really time and time again, um, you know, we look at where the markets are right now year to date and, we're, and the var- markets are very volatile right now and they're they're down year to date. Um, but I, I go back also and I have a lot of discussions with families when the markets are doing very well, uh, when we're up 10 or 20 percent in the markets. And, right. you know, markets are cyclical. Markets will go up. They will go down. Uh, that's two things I do know about the market is they'll go up and they'll go down. Yeah. Uh, what I don't know, Tony, and, and I've been asked this question a lot is, yeah, well, how much will they go up and down and when? And, and those are just two questions. Nobody knows. Right. Um, but when we talk with all of our families that we serve on how they should have their money managed or their portfolio invested, we call it risky money and safer money. Yeah. So most portfolios are going to have some form of riskier money, which is generally in the market, uh, maybe stocks, mutual funds, uh, commodities, those types of things that you have a heck of a, a good upside opportunity with when, when things are going well in the markets. Sure. But they also take on uh, some degree or some level of risk uh, when things aren't going so well in the market as we are you know, year to date right now. Uh, and then, of course, there's the safer money and safer money is just that, you know, we try to use uh, we try to use or encourage investors to use principal protected vehicles, uh, principal protected like a savings or a checking or a CDs and money markets. And, you know, the good thing about those types of accounts, Tony, is they're safer. They're principal protected from market risk. There's no direct market risk with those dollars. Unfortunately, uh, in in light of our low interest rates that we've been in for quite some time now, uh, it's really hard to, to, to make a, to make any money in those types of accounts. Uh, you know, when we look at our banks and credit unions and boy, if we could if we can get up in the two percent, we're really lucky. Oh, yeah. You're uh, very fortunate. My you're bank very is, lucky. My um, bank, it's still under two percent. It's like one point five. I saw the other day yeah, when I was in there for uh, CDs and yeah. even less. And if they they basically haven't been paying anything for other types of accounts. Some banks have a very small percentage for a savings account, uh, but even CDs at a bank are, are not still not great, even though the Fed's been raising interest rates. The ba- interest rates at banks for uh, money you have in there to make hasn't gone up very much. Now, money you owe. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story, Tony. Yeah. That's, yeah. You, know, you know, that's that interest rate um, it, we call it the double-edged sword of interest rates. You know, everybody yeah. wants to, they want to borrow money at a very low interest rate, and then they want to invest their money at a high interest rate. Well, if we really think about the reality of that, y- yeah. you just can't have your cake and eat it too. No, Because uh, when a bank or credit union loans you money, they're going to charge an interest rate. Uh, and when you give them money for in, in a CD, essentially you're loaning them money and it's going to be at about the same interest rate. So, you know, when interest rates go up, 
for investments. They're unfortunately going to go up for our uh, our loans and mortgages and and borrowing money as well. Mm-hmm. But you're but right. But it seems when, that goes up faster. Absolutely. Uh, I was just going to say, but you're absolutely the, right, Tony. the interest rate on the money yeah. we loan the bank, they don't pay as much in, in, nope. to us in interest as we pay to them. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's, 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 I'd call it like the old uh, gasoline. You know, gas sure seems to go up in price a lot faster than it comes down. Um, uh, always. Grade point averages. Boy, it's a lot easier to, to watch a grade point average go down than it is to get it back up when you think about kids in school. I remember back to sure. my college days and I thought, man, how did I go from a, let's say, a, a 3.5 to a 3 point in, in a matter of a semester? But it took me two years to get the, the 3 yeah. point back up to the 3.5. So interest yeah. rates are no different, Tony. Um, banks and credit unions generally lag behind uh, when we talk about, as you mentioned, the Fed's raising interest rates like they have already this year pretty aggressively and are talking about continuing to raise interest rates uh, to combat inflation. Well, banks and credit unions, they lag quite a ways behind. And uh, so it's I think it's going to be some time yet before what I call the good old days uh, when you could invest in a three-year or five-year CD and make five, six, seven percent. I mean, that, yeah. that was awesome. I and, remember uh, there was a point where they were making 10 or above back in the 80s for just a yep. brief time. Yeah. Yep, there sure was. Yeah. Well, I can remember, and, and so this would have been probably the real early 80s, Tony. Um, I remember being at my grandma's house, uh, and I remember her coming home with a toaster oven and she was so excited about this toaster oven and, and so I, grandma where did you get that and she got it from the bank and i thought well, what how what is the bank doing giving you toaster ovens i just didn't understand it she said well i invested money in a cd she was making 12 percent and they gave her a toaster oven and <laughs> and she was no so more free dirty. toasters no more free no more 12 percent boy no not 12 maybe if you can get 1.2 or like you said in savings <laughs> you'd be 0.0012 you're lucky yeah, but um yeah i remember that to this day tony she would and the 12 percent. i thought she was not excited about because that's just where interest rates were yeah uh, but grandma was so excited about that toaster oven yeah that's hilarious well, yeah, and we haven't seen those rates since on CDs. They they never they dropped and haven't looked back. They've kept them low. So, uh, you know, and and you, we're joking about savings accounts. If you make any interest on a savings or checking account at a bank, and most checking accounts don't pay anything, right? And some savings accounts do, but you can find you can find more money in my couch right now, <laughs> right now than you yep. could make all year in interest uh, with. Uh, no matter how much money you have in there. No matter how much, yeah. Well, <laughs> you think about it. I mean, for, for the bank to mail you your statement on a monthly basis, the paper, the ink, the manpower it takes to do that, the postage, uh, that costs a heck of a lot more than what we're making in interest in the banks nowadays. So oh, it, it yeah. is unfortunate. And, yeah. and you're right. We we haven't seen those double-digit uh, interest rates on, on investments in, and I don't, in a long time. And I don't think we'll see them in a long time, Tony. I mean, that's just, you know, not, not reality, but you know, that's one of the things that we try to encourage all of our families that we serve and all the listeners to our radio show and everyone who comes to all our monthly educational classes is do your due diligence and do some research out there. And maybe the bank or the credit union, maybe they offer a one, 2% interest in a three year, or five year CD. And well, that's better than what it has been in the last few years, but that's still, I mean, you got to tie your money up and it's still not a very good return. So no. we would encourage our listeners, you know, do some research and there's some vehicles out there. I, I don't know if we'll have time to get into them yet this segment, Tony, but I do want to touch on it. Um, Cause I do want our listeners to know there's a lot of options and alternatives out there when we talk about safer money vehicles. 
we don't just have to go to the bank or credit union and settle for a 1% or 2% CD for five years or 0.000, almost nothing for a, a savings or money market account. Um, you can look at insurance vehicles. Uh, I know we talked about this before the show, Tony, but there's one that we call a, a, a MIGA. And what that is, it's a multi-year guaranteed annuity. And those can be really interesting. Uh, you know, we yeah. start talking about investment products and tools and th- certain things. Uh, every investment out there, whether it's a stock, bond, mutual fund, CD, annuity, there's going to be pros and cons. There's going to be goods and bads. Uh, but right now, when we can find in a maybe a three-year, four-year, five-year, multi-year guaranteed annuity that, that could potentially be paying three to four times as much interest or return than you can get at a bank, why wouldn't you look at that as a, right. as a potential opportunity? Right, because you still need growth. And we're going to talk more about that. In fact, we're going to talk about, uh, you've mentioned before, the color of money, red money and green that's money right. or yep. red, yellow and green money. Yep. Uh, and that's a great way to simplify asset allocation. And as uh, we get older and we save money, especially saving for retirement, you need to look at those different buckets. And we'll talk more about that risk and later in the show, We'll talk about some of the different options. The MIGA is one. Uh, But first, we need to take a quick break. And before the break, I want to mention your book again, Empower Your Retirement. Listeners, this is a great book. It's called Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. And you can get your own copy at no charge if you're one of the next 10 callers. Call 989-835-7203. Again, that's 989-835-7203. And we'll be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, great show so far today. Before we jump back into uh, risk analysis and red, yellow, and green money and what that means, I want to remind our listeners to go to greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com for more information. And if they want to contact you, there's a contact form right on that website. Uh, I would recommend they go to the radio show page, the Financial Empower Hour radio show page, and check out past shows, and they can fill out the contact information there. And if they want right there, they can request a book. That web address, again, is greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. .com. And in our first segment, Jason, you talked about how you're really not, you're not getting any growth at banks. Uh, and especially with high um, inflation, you need to get as much growth as possible. And some people say, well, I've got money in stocks. That's high growth, but there's also high risk. And so there are certain vehicles where some you get growth, but you sacrifice because you you have to take on more risk. Or sometimes you sacrifice liquidity for growth or you sacrifice liquidity for safety. So uh, talk about to me about the colors of money, uh, red money versus green money, and why is risk and asset allocation so important? Yeah, that's a great question, Tony, and great points to make. Um, we, we do try to keep it really simple when we talk about risky money, red money, uh, safer money, green money. Um, to us, it's just very simple to to color categorize it, red riskier, green safer. And 
Asset allocation, meaning the amount of money you have allocated to risky money and the amount of money you have allocated to safer money, that is very important. I mean, that can really make or break a a person's financial future, make or break your retirement, uh, especially in these volatile times. You know, when we look at a market uh, as of recording today, uh, you know, the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, even the bond markets are down anywhere, uh, all of them in double digit. Uh, double-digit negative territories. And and so if we have too much of our money exposed in those areas, we're going to lose a lot more than most people are comfortable right. losing. And it, you know when you lose 10% or 20%, you need to make quite a bit more than you lost just to break even and then be in the positive territory again. So we think it's important that we really focus on how much of your money is exposed to riskier money, red money, which you're right, Tony, that's like stocks, mutual funds, commodities, those types of equities that when things go good, you have an opportunity to make a lot of money there. That's that's where there's a lot a lot of upside potential. But the the downside of those investments, again, is risk. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you take on losing uh, losing money in those investments as well. Uh, and so then we look at our our green money, what we call our safer money. And that's where we really want to build principal protection into the portfolio. So there's where we want to be in investments that every dollar we put in is safe and protected from all market risk. So maybe the market's down 10%, but the money we have in the green money or safer money, it's not down at all. Uh, Maybe it gets a zero return or maybe it just gets a, you know, two to three times more than what a CD is paying right now. And I, I, Tony, and I've been doing this for almost 20 years now, Tony, and I haven't met anybody in the good times or in the bad times that when they have safer money, if they were earning a, a very respectable uh, middle digit, uh, middle single digit returns, that, that they're not happy. Most of them are very happy. Right. Uh, keeping in mind, again, that's their safe money. Then maybe that's their short term money. Um, maybe there's, you know, there's just opportunities there that they, they need a little bit of growth, but they don't want to expose it to risk in the stock market. Yeah. Yeah. And the stock market is great. You're not saying don't put money into the stock. Oh, absolutely not. I think the stock market is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, we just have to be very conscious and aware of what type of exposure do we have in the stock market? So for example, right now, if we just said, what is it? All our listeners out there today, what do you think of the stock market from January till now? And and 99.9% of our our listeners are going to say, well, it's bad. The market is bad. Right. In a very short time frame, it has performed negatively. However, if we said, what do you think of the market's performance for the last 10 years? Well, most listeners are going to say, well, there's ups and downs, set but overall, highs. Yeah, yeah, overall highs. we've set record highs. And yeah. even when the market goes down, it it always, historically always goes up. Um, it's a northern trend line. And yeah. is it a flat, straight, straight <laughs> no. uh, shooting rocket? No. no especially uh, the we, last couple of years. It has yeah. not been a straight line. No. Yeah. There's a lot of turbulence. There's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of volatility. There's a lot of risk and with that red money. So you're right. I, I'm not at all a proponent, Tony, of, hey, I think everybody should have 100% of their money in the market or 100% in mutual funds or 100% in CDs or fixed indexed annuities or multi-year guaranteed annuities. I think that people should be appropriately allocated for their risk tolerance. How much money are you okay having at risk? Right. And when we talk about risk, Tony, it's also important to note that if you have money at risk, you can have a conservative amount of risk, you can have a moderate level of risk, and you can have an aggressive level of risk. So if you had 50% of your portfolio at risk in red money, maybe you have a third of it conservatively risk, 
a third of it moderate risk, and a third of it more aggressive risk. So there's definitely different levels of risk. Um, and then obviously what we don't have exposed to risk, we want to have in principal protected, what we call the green money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. And I think uh, the starting point for our listeners out there would be to figure out what their personal risk tolerance is because everybody's different, right? And that's what you look at is like, how much can they handle? Like, you know, they, they say, you've told me people come to you and they're like, oh, no, we're conservative. We don't want a lot of risk. But then you look at their, <laughs> you know, their savings and their retirement plan and it's all in the market. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, and a lot of people don't realize the level of risk risk exposure they have in their portfolio. And you're absolutely right, Tony. We've met a lot of families over the years and they say, you know, yeah, we're conservative or, you know, we want more of our money safe. We don't we don't want a lot of risk in the market. And so then we'll do what we call a second opinion stress test on their current portfolio. And we'll just look at all the current investments they have, whether that's, uh, you know, CDs, um, IRAs, 401ks, Roth IRAs, brokerage accounts, all the accounts. We just said we'll do a portfolio stress test, second opinion, take a look at what you have today. And one of the things that's going to do is it will identify your current level of exposure to risk in the market. Uh, it'll show you if you have 50%, 70%, 90% of your money exposed to risk. It'll also show you the level of risk you have. Maybe you have 50% exposed to risk, but it's very, very conservative risk. And you might be okay with that. I just met with a gentleman last week and he gave me that exact, uh, that exact answer. Just retired, recently retired. And I asked him how much, how risk adverse are you and how much of your money you want exposed in the market? And he said, uh, I'm, I'm not, I really don't want a lot of risk. I don't need it at this point in my life. I'm retired. I don't need a lot of risk at, at this point. So we did a portfolio stress test for him, Tony, of his current investments in his current 401k and a Roth IRA and an annuity. And we found out that actually he has about 75% of his money in the market, uh, 25% in bonds. And what was really surprising to him, especially, and I'm sure it will be with a lot of our listeners today, the 25% he has in bonds actually has the same level of risk. It's down the same amount year yeah, to date yeah. as his risky money in his portfolio. And he thought, well, how can that be? I thought bonds were supposed to be safer. And historically they have been, but when interest rates go up, they can bond still go yields down. Are, yeah, yeah, bond yields and values go down. And so really he he was he he even the twenty five percent that he had in safe money wasn't as safe as he thought it was and was right. taking on a lot of interest rate risk today. Yeah. Yeah. And so that brings us to what are some of the options people can use uh, to make sure they still need some money in the market for growth. But as we get sure. older and approach retirement, I mean, once you hit 50, you got to you got to look at really where you're at. I mean, you can't have, you know, you get in your 40s and 50s, you've got to start making adjustments uh, oh, yeah. to make sure you, you're set once you hit retirement age in your 60s. So uh, I think this is really important and we're going to talk about it a bit more after the break and talk about what some of the options are out there. There's a, there's a really a new uh, a new offer that uh, a vehicle that has been around, but it's uh, they've really improved it quite a bit. And we're going to talk about that to see if that's all uh, what it shakes up to be and what type of person might utilize that. But first, let's give away another copy of your book. And the book, of course, is Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. Give us a call to get a copy. Next 10 callers, 989-835-7203. Again, that number is 989-835-7203. 
or you can go to the radio show page at your main website there, Jason, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Again, the website is greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. A lot of great information on financial planning and tips and strategies. Check it out and stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Jason Kreiderman. Jason, we're talking about risk versus safety and figuring out what your personal risk tolerance is is important. I know you have a color of money risk analysis that our listeners can take if they go to the website or get a hold of you to figure out where they're at on that risk scale as far as their personal preference versus uh, if they meet with you, a complimentary consultation, you will sit down and look at where they're at in actuality and see how those two mesh uh, yeah, and, right. and the time horizon. I mean, a lot of what we're talking about has to do with each individual's time horizon, too. How much time do you have, uh, you know, that you need this money? Is it something you're not going to need for 20 years or are you going to need it next year in retirement, Right. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Tony. And, and, you know, you hit the nail right on the head is each investor is different. Each family is different. And your portfolio should be based on your goals and your need of your money and your risk tolerance. And so that's why we do have what we call the color of money risk analysis that you mentioned, Tony, which we email out a lot of times to listeners of our show. They'll call in or they'll get on the website and say, hey, can you send me that color of money risk analysis, I, I want to see how I score. And really, it's like 12 questions, very simple, very basic questions, and they're all scored in numeric value. And then when you're done with these 12 questions, it tells you whether in your mind, in your heart, it, whether you are conservative, moderate, or aggressive, aggressive when it comes to how do you think and feel about your money. But remember, you, you touched on this too, Tony. Remember, though, how people think and feel about something isn't always uh, it isn't always exactly how it is. Right. What I mean, what I mean right. by that is, um, you know, we've sat down with many, many people that have filled out our color of money risk analysis. And let's say they score a, a 50 out of 100, which means they're a moderate, right in the middle of the road, moderate investor, which means they feel like when the market's up 10, they should be up about half. Market's down 10. They don't want to lose more than half. So they're a nice, nice moderate investor. However, when we take a look at their portfolio and we actually run the portfolio stress test and second opinion of how they're invested today, quite often we find that they might have 60, 70, 80% or more of their money exposed to market risk. And that's what we call a disconnect. When when someone thinks in their mind, they should be a 50-50, but on paper, they're a 75-25. Well, there's a financial disconnect and, and that's not a problem. I really look at it as an opportunity, Tony. It's a yeah. great opportunity to identify, hey, wait a minute, here's where I am today but here's really where I want to be or where I should be at this phase of my life. And that's where you're able to work with either do it on yourself, do it for yourself or work with a financial services professional like myself, my dad, or another member of our team as fiduciary advisors to help you help take you from where you are today and really have you more reallocated or realigned to be more appropriate where you want to be. Sure. And that, that leads us back to asset allocation. Where is your money Absolutely. at? Where mm-hmm. is it going to work best for you? And how much in each place? You don't want all those eggs in one basket. That doesn't make sense. You don't That's want right. everything in the bank or everything under the mattress or yep. everything in the market or 
you know, you don't want too much in the market or too much in bonds or too much in the bank. That's right. Yep. But how do you balance? Oh, I'll just put a third, a third, a third. Well, that might not be the answer either. You need some in cash in the bank for emergency funds, mm-hmm. as you've said before. Absolutely. Uh, you should have six months of salary, uh, if possible, in the bank. And then you need uh, the safety uh, because, uh, you know, it, the markets, it, you need that long term. So if your time horizon dictates, you need more and more in safety as you go, right? As that time horizon progresses and you get closer to retirement or are in retirement. Yeah, historically, that's what we've found, Tony, is the older that people get and the closer you are into retirement, closer you are to retirement and the further into retirement you get and even the more income you may need from your portfolio, generally the more conservative people become. Uh, we just think about, you know, just think about yourself, Tony. I'm sure in your 20s and 30s, you drove a car a little faster than you drive today. <laughs> I definitely did. <laughs> and you, yeah. You, yeah, and you, and you might have listened to your music just a little bit louder in your 20s than yes, you do today. And chances are, uh, good Lord willing, in another 15 to 20 years, Tony, you'll drive a little slower and you'll even... <laughs> You, you might have to put you might have to turn the radio up a little more just so you can hear the music then. <laughs> but, but that's just as, as we age. Uh, but anyhow, sure. yeah, I mean, it's that. So we look at asset allocation is how much money do we have allocated to riskier investments or red money? And how much do we have allocated to safer investments or green money? And then diversification is another level, as you mentioned, Tony. We don't want all our eggs in one basket. So we don't want to say, gee, I'm going to put 50 percent of my money in safer money, I'll put it all in a three-year CD. Well, that that's probably not in your best interest either. No. Uh, as you mentioned, we should maybe have three to six months of, of salary or expenses in cash, liquid, local. Unfortunately, it doesn't earn us a lot, but it's there. Then maybe we have uh, you know what we call bucketing or laddering. Maybe we have a, a three-year account. Maybe then we have a five-year account, and then maybe a, a eight-year account, and then we have our 10-year and longer money. And obviously, the longer we go with investments, we could potentially afford to take on a little more risk with our longer term money because we have more time to allow the investment to gain back any money it might lose. And, and we, if we don't need the money, as you mentioned, Tony, this week, this month or this year, generally we can afford to be a little more opportunistic with it. But anything we need, and I say the next three to five years for income, liquidity, whatever it is, you really shouldn't be taking on very much if any risk exposure to that money at all. It should really be parked in safer money vehicles. Yeah, there you go. And I think you've laid that out very well. Uh, so we need to look at what the answer is then. You know, we need to talk about, we know the high risk vehicles. We've talked a lot about those mm-hmm. uh, already today and in past shows. You know, we know the markets, even bonds, they all have uh, risk uh, of losing your principal. So we want to talk about those things that protect the principal, but yet can still give us growth. That's the key. And that's always been the key. And then we have to look at uh, the liquidity aspect of that, uh, how much you have to sacrifice in liquidity to get that growth uh, and yet protect the principal. But uh, I want to dedicate as much time to that as possible. So we're going to take uh, our last break really quick here. And before we do, once again, Jason, I'm going to mention your book, Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst. I love that line. It's so true. And I know that's what you help your clients do and our listeners out there as well. Give us a call. Get a copy of the book. We still have some complimentary copies to give away today. 989-835-7203. That number is 989 835 7203. 
or go to the website, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com and contact us there. And stay tuned. We're going to be right back with your Financial Empower Hour to talk about the safe money options and the MICA after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Jason Kreiderman. Now, Jason, uh, let's talk about this. Uh, why all of a sudden am I hearing so much about the MIGA or the multi-year guaranteed annuity? Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. So let's I want to make sure our listeners out there really heard what Tony said. And and if so, if you have a pen and a paper, you want to write this down, or if you're on the road, pull off, pull off and maybe put a little memo in your phone. But what Tony said is why is he just now, why is he recently in the last, I'm going to say three to six months or so, hearing a lot in the financial world about around what's called a MIGA. That's M-Y-G-A. And that stands for multi-year guaranteed annuity. And so I'll answer that, Tony. Um, interest rates have been crazy over the last, geez, I mean, let's look back to like we were talking the early 80s when they were up in the 12, 15, 18%. And then interest rates really from the mid 80s went on quite a decline uh, down to yeah. zero or sub zero, not, not too long ago. Our interest rates were actually, we were in a negative territory. Right. Well, now with inflation being up where it is, the feds in their monetary policy this year have have committed to raising interest rates and raising them pretty aggressively uh, at pretty big amounts mm -hmm. and multiple times in the same year. And so when we have interest rates rising like they are and there's so much volatility going on in the stock market, uh, insurance companies are able to build portfolios of these multi-year guaranteed annuities where you can get into maybe a two-year, three-year, four-year five-year multi-year guaranteed annuity that's paying probably most places you're going to be able to get at least two to three to four times more return than you can in a local bank or credit union CD. Uh, so that's why Tony is because people just aren't happy right now getting 1% or 2% in a bank, you know, in a three or five-year CD. They're just not happy with that. It's right. not enough return. Um, they see interest rates going up yet. They see the market volatility. So they're seeking alternative options and multi-year guaranteed annuities. They're not the cure all. They're not the save all cure all to the world, Tony. And again, not everybody should have all their money in one bucket, but I think our listeners really should do themselves a favor and, and do some research and look into what are these multi-year guaranteed annuities. And if they look good, if they sound good, how much of your money should you have allocated to a short term, maybe a two year to five year uh, account that's 100% safe. It's principal protected uh, for the most part, no fees and could potentially earn you two to four times as much return guaranteed than you can get out of a, a local bank or credit union. Yeah. And those guarantees are based on the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. And these are that's A rated right. companies that have been around for a long, long time. And they have insurance backing a portion up to a certain dollar amount of your money. Yeah, very just similar like, to like the FDIC. Yes, very yep. similar to the very banks similar. and the the federal insurance that banks have. They are only going to insure two hundred fifty up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars or whatever that amount is. Correct. And it's yep. about it's usually the same with the it's with the money amount. you That's have right. in uh, the MIGA. Now let's talk about the pros and the cons of the MIGA. Uh, the pros you've already mentioned one is hey the growth. You've got better interest rates than banks. That's one pro to these MIGAs. 
uh, and they operate a lot like a CD. Uh, but what's, uh, what's another pro? I mean, um, how long is our money tied up? A con would be liquidity. Um, how, how long do you have to leave your money in there before you can get it out and still guarantee that, uh, return without, uh, without, um, paying any penalties? That's a great question, Tony. And this is something, again, for our listeners out there, it is so important that when you're considering uh, let's, considering buying a car or buying a house or investing in a mutual fund or a CD or a multi-year guaranteed annuity, you need to know, you need to do your research, do your due diligence, and you need to have a good understanding of what all the pros and cons are. And as Tony, as you mentioned, one pro or a good thing, a benefit of a multi-year guaranteed annuity right now is the higher earnings, higher earnings potential than the CDs and in, in, from banks and credit unions. Uh, however, one of the potential cons or negative sides of an annuity is the term. You may have mm-hmm. to put your money in there for two years, five years, eight years, any number of terms. And so that's something people say, well, gee, I don't, I don't want to tie my money up. Well, a pro in an annuity to kind of offset that con of maybe a five-year annuity, for example, is you need to find out how much will that company allow you to take out from what they call penalty-free withdrawals. And that's an access point where we can get liquidity from multi-year guaranteed annuities or uh, fixed index annuities for that matter as well, that most CDs don't allow you. And what I mean by that is most of those annuities will allow you 5% or even up to 10% per year of penalty-free withdrawal, meaning liquidity, access to your money. Right. And there's not a lot of CDs out there. I, I don't know if there's really any right now. You take a five-year CD, you can't touch it at all for five years. If you right. reach in to take 10%, they're going to penalize you. Right. Um, right. So that that actually, when you talk about the pros and cons of annuities, the term or length is definitely a concern you want to be aware of. Yeah. But as long as you have ample liquidity options available, generally that can help offset the term yeah. of the annuity. Jason, we're out of time. It was a good topic, though, wasn't it? Wow, today's show just flew by, Tony. It did, but we're out of time. And listeners, I'm going to give you the information one more time to get your complimentary copy of Jason's book. It's called Empower Your Retirement, and you can get a copy by calling 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. Or go to the website, Great Lakes investmentadvisors.com. And Jason, great show today. Uh, appreciate all the great input. And if our listeners want to get a hold of you, I know you're also offering that complimentary consultation, aren't you? Yeah, that's right, Tony. Uh, we mentioned it uh, a little earlier on the show, but um, if anyone would like us to do a portfolio stress test and second opinion, and again, really what that is, it's, it's no cost, no obligation. There's no commitment. It does not change anything. Uh, But what it will do is it'll show you what road are you on today? Are you on the right road? How much of your money do you have exposed to uh, risk, stock market risk? And what level of risk do you have? And and so that'll generally just give you some direction of, okay, we know where we are today. Is are we comfortable with that? Is that where we want to be or should be at this phase of our life? And if so, wonderful. You can pat yourself on the back and say, hey, we're we're in the right spot. We're, in, we're on the right track. Uh, but if not, that's where you may want to work with uh, ourself, myself, my dad, another member of our team um, to help give you ideas, suggestions, recommendations, how you can be more, maybe more appropriately or more adequately allocated and diversified in your best interest for this phase of your life. 
All right. And that does it for today's episode of your Financial Empower Hour with our host, Jason Kreider. Thank you for listening to your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc. and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Annuities are designed for long-term accumulation of money. Surrender and withdrawal fees may apply on early withdrawals. Annuity withdrawals are subject to income tax and withdrawals prior to age 59 and one half may also be subject to an IRS penalty, not FDIC NCUA insured and may lose value. Products and services may not be available in all states.